0: hey everyone my name is chris lamber on this channel we talk Kanye west and this is going to be a dramatic one in the comments so vice slash motherboard put out this article earlier today of uh footage that didn't make the fox news airing of the Kanye and Tucker Carlson interview. So it's excess footage, things that were cut or didn't it make it to the TV program and vice and motherboard have a tone about them that tends to be heightened. So like watch the disturbing Kanye interview clips that Tucker Carlson did not put on air. Is that like vice headline that you would see and be like, okay. <laughs> um, so we're going to read through this and see some of what's being talked about just to have it on record. The interview was already kind of a, a controversial one, just given the format, it being Fox News and the the varied opinions that people have on Fox and Tucker Carlson specifically. Uh, this is the first time that Ye has done an interview with Carlson. Uh, this is definitely the longest one that they've done, um, but it was two parts a total of two hours over the course of two nights, an hour each night. Uh, But it says Motherboard has attained portions of the interview that were edited out of the final broadcast. These include numerous anti-Semitic sentiments from Ye, a strange and lengthy digression about fake children he claimed were uh, planted in his house to manipulate his own children, and a statement that he's vaccinated against COVID-19. Which, it's so funny to me, that of what they cut out, it's like, okay, they're cutting out this dramatic thing, they're cutting out this dramatic thing, and then him saying he's vaccinated is also the thing that gets cut out. Uh, Carlson used the interview which was presented as a piece of landmark television to hit out a few of Fox News' favorite boogeymen, with Ye's enthusiastic participation, the Clintons, Obama, COVID restrictions, and of course the Kardashians. What the Tucker Carlson team chose to leave out is just as revealing. In the version of the interview that made it to air, Ye described what he said was pressure not to support Donald Trump when the latter was a candidate, called the singer Lizzo clinically unhealthy for her weight, and tried to explain his decision to appear at Paris Fashion Week with conservative pundit candace owens in matching white lives matter shirts uh in the version of the interview yeah that all made it to tv okay carlson praised the interview as interesting deep provocative and aired nearly two full hours of it over the course of two nights do you feel at times you were very manipulated by political forces through your wife carlson asked hopefully so this is all stuff that we talked about um okay so oh no no sorry uh, do you feel you were manipulated by political forces through your wife? Carlson asked hopefully at one point in a fairly representative piece of footage Ye responded that he was unaware of how close Kim Kardashian was to the Clintons during the time they were married. A simple statement of fact from Ye, I was vaccinated was edited out of a part of the conversation about COVID Carlson has repeatedly used a show to air false and dangerous claims aimed at discouraging his viewers from getting vaccinated uh, The other footage that did it air specifically includes numerous asides about Jewish people. Ye has recently displayed an intense negative fixation on Jews. Both his Instagram and Twitter accounts have been locked in recent days because of Ye's anti-Semitic statements. Uh, I guess like negative fixation, it was like an offhand remark to Diddy in like a slew of Instagram posts. Like the Jewish comments was amidst like so many other things that he was saying rather than like the focus of what he had been saying. When he came back to Twitter, (laughs) he got four tweets and two of them. Was it four? It was the welcome back tweets, a Shervin video, and then Jewish one, the not saying Jewish people, but meaning Jewish people like cancel culture one and another. So it was like two of five or two of four. Um, So that was that was a lot more pointed. And then, of course, it seems like some of these comments in the Tucker Carlson. And then we just did a video that talked about Ye not being allowed on or they did an interview with the LeBron James interview show, The Shop, and they're not going to air the episode because apparently Ye was doubling down on anti-Semitic remarks. So there is kind of a trend emerging, at least in the last week of some of the talking points, Uh, With him kind of focusing in on, and I think it stems from ultimately uh, Bernard Arnault, uh, the guy that runs Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, is Jewish, and Ye had kind of been picking him as his opponent recently. Um, One, Ye didn't get the Louis Vuitton job that Virgil got which upset him, and then Virgil's passing, Ye blames it on Louis Vuitton, Um, and then he felt in the aftermath of his fashion show, where he called out specifically Bernard, uh, that people that were being critical of Ye were doing so at the behest of Bernard, and I think that tension that he has with Bernard kind of translated into the general statement he made to Diddy about Jewish people, and then him getting locked out of Instagram with Mark Zuckerberg being in charge of Facebook then led to this doubling down uh, on Jewish people. But the Tucker Carlson stuff happened before the Facebook or the Instagram lockout. So anyway, um, yeah, they talk about some of that. In his interview with Carlson, Ye said the Planned Parenthood founder, Margaret Sanger, a known eugenics, as he put it, created Planned Parenthood with the KKK to control the Jew population. Uh, when I say Jew, I mean the 12 lost tribes of Judah, the blood of Christ, who the people known as the race black really are. Yay added, this is who our people are, the blood of Christ. This as a Christian is my belief, uh, which gets into some of the um, Hebrew Israelites uh, conversation, some of the Farrakhan Nation of Islam conversation that's been... Uh, he's popularized his like segment of it that J electronica is really into a lot of athletes and musicians are the Hebrew Israelites started at the end of the 19th century, like late 1800s and has kind of been growing. It's something that people have pointed out that Kendrick even had some, uh, lyrics about it on "Damn" in a few portions and that kendrick's cousin is part of um a hebrew israelites group so Ye has been like tangentially in that world for a number of years like shouting out farrakhan on uh whatchamacallit highlights um and also making some like nation of islam references in the past or some sex of that in the past Uh, But this is the most outspoken he's been of that, which is something that he mentioned on Twitter and now mentioning it in this interview ahead, it turns out, of his Twitter comments. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, The statement mashes up a few different claims. Sanger was indeed a racist and eugenicist, a stance the organization has since denounced claims that Planned Parenthood exists to get rid of black infants in the womb are common across several different conspiratorial spaces yay was also referring to the claim unsupported by historical evidence that black people are the real jewish race which is often used to promote anti-semitism yeah there's a whole the two the black hebrew israelites and like mainstream traditional judaism have not gotten along in the past um And some are more polite about it, like some groups are more polite about it than others, which some just claiming outright that uh, other like traditional Jewish people are imposters. And there's like an intense negativity towards them. Uh, In another aside about Jews that didn't make it to air, Ye used a strange metaphor when talking about black people judging one another, telling Carlson, think about us judging each other on how white we could talk would be like, you know, a Jewish person judging another Jewish person on how good they danced or something. He paused. I mean, that's probably like a bad example. And people are going to get mad at that. A few moments later, he added, I probably want to edit that out. Uh, Which is kind of a shame to realize that you said something that you didn't want to say and then be like, can you please edit it out? And then it gets out. But it's also (laughs) yay. So I imagine he's like, well, it's out, it's out. Uh, At another point when complaining that his children are going to school that celebrates Kwanzaa, he added, I prefer my kids' new Hanukkah than Kwanzaa. At least it will come with some financial engineering. And if you watch the clip, he kind of like laughs, like that's a good joke, right? Um, But then... You know, Vice goes on to say the belief that Jews control the financial system is one of the oldest and most deeply rooted anti-Semitic claims. It's unclear if that's what he meant by financial engineering, a term generally associated with the creation of exotic financial instruments. Uh, and one more aside, Ye told Carlson that he was going to be the first Latino president. That statement was aired, but it was followed by something that wasn't. I just, I trust Latinos when I, you know, when I work with them, he told Carlson. I trust them more than, he paused, I'll be safe certain other businessmen you know <laughs> wow uh, carlson did not ask which i i laugh out of shock <laughs> carlson did not ask which businessmen those might be uh, carlson's program also did air a strange claim from Yea that fake children had been placed in his house to manipulate his children i mean like actors professional actors placed into my house to sexualize my kids he told carlson he referred to the so-called son of an associate seemingly to imply the child was fake so it wasn't just like the son, but the so-called son. <clears throat> we don't we don't even believe that this person was her son because he was way smarter than her, right? So the fact that the kid is more intelligent than the parent is something that caused Ye to doubt the relationship between them. Uh, Ye has spoken frequently about living with bipolar disorder. So then they just start going into like mental health um, stuff as kind of a juxtaposition of like, see... Um, But this is something that people have been like bringing up in Ye's own words when he talked about his bipolar experience on David Letterman, which in 2019, he had talked about how 2018 was this like manic episode for him, even though presently he's gone back to recant that. uh, He seemed very like clear in 2019 uh, on his feelings about it in this episode, but he was talking about a lot of the the hyper paranoia and you know talking about how everyone is an actor everything's a conspiracy and i don't know Ye's current mental state i know people said that he hasn't been sleeping a lot which is something that was getting to him as well in 2016 before he was hospitalized and again in 2018 he talked about not sleeping a lot personally i have struggled with uh sleeping i was diagnosed with severe sleep deprivation in college and I was just losing my mind. Um, I would get up to put like I would get up for class at nine in the morning and I'd be in the bathroom brushing my teeth. I shouldn't make my toothbrushing gesture, but I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth. I would look in the mirror and be like, I look so tired. Next thing I know, no memory. I'm just in the bathroom one minute. Next minute, I'm waking up in bed, completely different clothes on. And it's 4 p.m. I don't know if I went anywhere. (laughs) I don't know if I just went back to the bedroom and got changed and went to sleep. Like I was missing chunks of time, very fight clubby, right? Where you just kind of like pass out and wake up and you're like, wait, what's going on? What's happened? Was somebody else like controlling me? Uh, It was very strange and it took a long time to get a hold on. Even now, I still like if I had to work a nine to five rather than like working independently as a content creator, I sometimes don't fall asleep until like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And Ye is somebody that stays up late, works late, gets up early. Like there was just a report that his um, personal trainer, he was waking up at 4.30 a.m. to train Ye every single day. And it's just like, is he working out after staying up all night sometimes? Like we know in the past too that Ye was taking a lot of micro naps. That was something that, Kim talked about that Ye would be napping all the time. They'd be at dinner and he'd fall asleep. Um, Or they'd be in the car and he'd fall asleep. There's that famous photo of him and North both kind of sleeping in a store, which is really like an adorable father-daughter photo. But like Ye in this stuff talked about like everyone's now an actor. One of the things he's been like saying so much this last week is calling people like bots, actors, NPCs, zombies, really like dehumanizing and viewing people as part of this larger thing that's happening. So if by his own language, he does this when he's in like a heightened state, then maybe he is, maybe it is just sleep deprivation. Maybe it is grief. Maybe he's completely fine. And just feeling like intensely that this is like what's going on. I mean, you see parts of this interview and he seems completely fine, like cheerful. Uh, eloquence, and then you see other parts, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the ones that um comes up in this next part. Well, like the fake kid thing is one of those things that is just like, oh man. <laughs> but uh, Carlson did ask any follow up questions or redirect this line of thought, allowing Ye to lead directly into another claim, which also did it air about one of his children being kidnapped on her birthday, so that Ye was not able to see her. That claim is part of what seems to be his ongoing and very public. Uh, obsession with being treated unfairly or unequally in his children's lives and in the midst of a heated custody battle with Kim Kardashian... Everyone saw in broad daylight, these public figures kidnapped my black child on her birthday, he told Carlson. I did not know the location of the birthday party and Travis Scott had to give me the address. When I showed up, they were so frazzled. If that's not the most Karen level thing to feel like you can take a black child and not give the father the address. This is the way people are treated when they get out of prison, when they go to prison, and 100% I'm in a glass prison or else I'd be the one with the say so over where my children go to school. is repeatedly claimed on Instagram that his uh, child Chicago was not permitted to see him on her birthday, something that Kim's sister, Khloe Kardashian, responded to. That's not what he said, though. It's not that she wasn't permitted to see him on her birthday. Um, He just said that they had this party and weren't going to let him or he wasn't going to be invited to the party, meaning that she was going to have this birthday experience where her dad wasn't there and that they're trying to make this memory for her that. He's like not there for her, um, not that he wasn't permitted, but more so that they were just going to do this without his knowledge. Uh, something that Kim's sister Chloe responded to in the comments again with the birthday narrative she wrote enough already we all know the truth and in my opinion everyone's tired of it you know exactly where your children are at all times and you wanted separate birthdays I've seen all the text to prove it didn't put out any of those text messages but that was something that the Kardashians kind of countered back with at the time was that they had agreed to do separate birthday parties like him in the family on one day yay in chicago on the next day and then suddenly yay changed up and wanted to be at the party i have no idea it, it seems like he was even supposed to do something later that day i think that's what it was like they had her at one point and then he was supposed to pick her up later which didn't make sense at the time either because it's like if he was supposed to pick her up he would have to know the address anyway so why did he have the address in the first place i don't know uh i've seen all the text to prove it a lengthy piece of the interview that was also not broadcast involved yay's ruminations about the death of virgil abloh the fashion designer who was his one-time friend who died in november 2021 yay accused louis vuitton where abloh worked at the time of his death of killing abloh and said he was beefing with the company abloh died of cancer at just 41 years old uh virgil was actually the third person to die of cancer in that organization yay told carlson which is something he had said previously uh so not just black men have passed in that organization but the third person to die of cancer that was in a higher up position in that organization and with paris is a different level of elitism and racism and virgil was the kind of guy that didn't hold it in and i believe it ate him up from inside a moment later he added the level of racism elitism and pressure that he was under i'm sure it affected his health i mean they're making this out to be like a weird thing and i get on the surface level saying that the implication that Louis Vuitton gave him cancer, some people might point to and be like, aha, my dad passed away from cancer when I was 20 lung cancer. He smoked since he was 18. He was 67. Uh, he went, he was in the Vietnam war. Like my dad was older. I was, he was 47 when I was born. So he was in the Vietnam war and There was just all kinds of chemicals being used. And he also worked in a Ford factory for 30 years. So him getting lung cancer wasn't shocking. My mom, though, passed away five years later from cancer. And I watched her be so upset day in and day out. She really struggled with any form of acceptance or closure about what had happened. She kept saying, we've been so lucky. We've been so lucky. What happens? Like, why weren't we lucky this time? And kept thinking she had done something wrong, that if only she had made a different call, acted sooner, something could have changed. Like, my dad was diagnosed on June 7th or June 8th, and he passed away on June 27th. Like, he was already stage four. And if he knew something was wrong, he didn't tell anybody or go to the doctor until it was like, way, way late. Um, So there wasn't like much my mom could have done, but she kept thinking that there was some like karmic payback. And she kept wanting to blame the hospital, the doctors, herself. It was sad. She kept like trying to do good things, too. Like she was working all the way through. She was a professor at Kent State University and she was teaching. And there were still joyful times but she would just have a moment where she'd suddenly burst into tears and like be gripping like white knuckles saying, it's not fair, it's not fair. And it was hard like to watch, to try to comfort her, to be support um, when somebody's just so, so, so distraught. But that stress I'm convinced is what led to her cancer. And her inability to really like find any sense of peace in the aftermath of my dad's passing, it was three and a half years later that the cancer arrived and a year and a half after that that she passed. So I get what Ye saying in this idea that if you're in this place that's putting this kind of pressure and racism and negativity into your life, it can have this impact on your health. I don't know if that was the case. If Virgil was telling him, like, I am terribly stressed and unhappy about this. uh, Maybe Virgil was completely happy and it's just terrible circumstances. Um, But I do understand where he's coming from with this and this idea that maybe this company is putting like way too much stress on its employees and contributed to just a negative work life balance. I mean, just think of some of these like video game companies where they talk about the crunch, and people are working 18 hour days, sometimes like 18 hour days, if you're working your employees so consistently, where they're not getting sleep, they're not being able to like, have good sustenance, then it really can contribute to ill health. Um, Anyway, This feels a lot more like grounded to me than what I think they're making it out to be. He also made a strange comment, which Carlson did air about his plans to create kinetic energy communities built with free energy, a technology not currently available to human beings. I have visions that God gives me just over and over on community building and how to build these free energy, kinetic, fully kinetic energy communities, he told Carlson, where we impress, we put the least impression on the earth. We're not building the new New York skyline cockfights, uh, that we are humble in the way that we present ourselves. We've got to rethink who we are as a species, including this portion of the interview might have helped audiences understand Ye's state of mind and general grasp on observable reality. Damn. Um, so I, uh, this one, like, I think it's kind of common for religious people to cite concepts and ideas or, uh, credit God for these concepts and ideas. Like I'm i I'm a creative writer, like a novelist poet. I have ideas all the time for things that just kind of come to me. They're ones that like repeatedly, I keep coming back to like, I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. I think all of us kind of have that. Like I have a friend that really wants to start like a barbecue restaurant and he keeps having visions for the barbecue restaurant. So I think just saying that God gives you visions isn't anything that's inherently problematic, especially when somebody is like religious. I just think that's part of the, the way in which they refer to having these concepts and ideas. Um, and the community building and how to build these free energy, kinetic, fully kinetic energy communities – I mean, he's been trying to be minimalism for a long time and be very open air concept and one with nature, not these giant, giant structures. So when he's talking about like a more natural aesthetic and footprint, we kind of saw it with if you've ever seen the dome uh, concept art that he had when he was in Wyoming, he had these domes that were built into the earth or into a cliffside. They allowed for a lot of natural light natural air when he's talked about building these dandesteries as he's called them uh he talks about having gardens and like land and places for people to sleep and having it being very uh like all in one but also like a low footprint rather than this grand building it's something that works with the environment rather than uh, puts footprints upon the environments um So I I get what he's like saying in this portion, uh, talking about being humble. I don't really know what these like free energy, uh, like fully kinetic energy would be aside from just like the good vibes, like he's thinking about these places where people can come and like feel good. The energy is good. It's calm. We're helping people. That makes sense to me uh, if you're taking it that way, but These are definitely going to be things that people talk about as this article is out there and as people are really like looking for what's going on with Ye at this time. And of course, there are going to be people that double down and just say like, Ye's a creative and he's thinking creatively. And there's going to be people that who are already kind of like shocked by things who just view this as more in the realm of like, oh my goodness, he's saying these shocking things. Ah, and... It just, it does seem like we're getting a mix of Ye's creativity and Ye's, uh, in his own words, some of the the paranoia about things. But, you know, we'll see when he does another interview next or what his next move is as we're still kind of uh, waiting for him to be back on social media or do some kind of larger interview. But that's it for this video. If you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us, um, (laughs) which some people don't these days um then the best thing you can do is like comment subscribe any of those things really help the channel uh as it tells youtube that this is a channel people like so then they show it to others Uh, until next time stay wavy and keep it loopy cheers step into the world of power loyalty